From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's Going to the Cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. Welcome back to Flicks and Picks. Today we're going to talk about Black Adam. Now, Black Adam is a Dwayne Johnson movie, pure and pure. We're going to go ahead and just mention that first on here. Black Adam is based on the comic books. Um, I'm not going to say villain, even though he is a villain for a lot of it. He is a anti-hero slash villain in the DC Comics verse. He is primarily known as one of the arch nemesis for Shazam. So if you've seen the movie Shazam, this is the man that's supposed to be your main enemy. But they decided to make a separate film. And originally, this project was supposed to be a little bit more Shazam oriented. I remember reading up on the original plans for this, which was Dwayne Johnson was cast as Black Adam. And then they were going to make a Shazam movie, a.k.a. Captain Marvel. But then, you know, of course, the name change and all that. And then Shazam then became its own project first. And then. Dwayne Johnson has kept wanting to make this movie for so long. Like, I think it's literally been since 2006 or 2007. So I think a lot of people want to defend this movie because of the fact that Dwayne Johnson is really passionate about this film and he's very passionate about this role and has been passionate about it for so long. And I think that that's really amazing. Even... Even if it is a not-so-great movie and it's okay or it's decent, the passion was there. This is a movie that was made with a lot of passion and heart by Dwayne Johnson. He went to bat to advertise for this movie. He went out of his way to not only advertise for it, he also went out of his way to like keep it going and to keep the conversation moving about this movie. Even if it seemed like the reviews weren't so good, he passionately went in and still fought for this movie and he went out of his way to get that cameo at the end of the movie which we'll we'll talk about it even though everyone knows what it is i want to go ahead and talk about some other parts of the movie and then i'm going to indicate later on when we're going to talk about that specific part because the whole conversation seems to revolve around that cameo and that's completely fine like i know that you know sometimes movies nowadays are essentially you know, cameo fests, and I don't want to say, I don't know, that's cynical, that's a very cynical take on it, let me take that back, I think that there is this temptation to view the cameo as the event, and not the movie itself, I remember there's more conversations about Harry Styles cameoing at the end of Eternals, rather than the actual movie Eternals, you know what I mean, so, there's this temptation to focus on the Easter eggs, which I think is not a very good way of viewing film sometimes. I think a movie should just stand on its own. So does Black Adam stand on its own? I think that for the most part, it's a fun, fun movie. It is a lot of fun, and I think that it kind of harkens back to that era of superhero movies where they can have like politics here and there, but it feels like, you know, actually about the politics. <laughs> This movie is very interesting because a lot of people kept saying that it didn't have politics in it. Be the people who saw it before me and I thought, really? Because I don't know, Black Adam 
seems like a very political character and it's there so what i'm saying is that black adam seems to have a very like it has a willingness to go into the deeper parts of politics that's what i really meant the deeper parts of politics but then it kind of makes one decision at the end where it's like okay well things are done burn the thing destroy the symbol and then it's over you know like we're free and it's like okay well that's not really the solution to all of it it's a little bit more complex than that but all right you know black adam is one of those movies where i definitely understand why some people defend it a lot because it's it's a fun superhero movie and it has its willingness to talk about serious subjects but then it throw but then it's like you know what we're gonna we're gonna mention these serious subjects like diplomacy democracy imperialism colonialism and all this stuff we're gonna talk about all this stuff colonization that's what i meant not colonialism but like colonization slavery we're gonna mention all this stuff but you know they're flavoring on top of a superhero story and i understand that that's sometimes you know what certain superheroes need more so than outright like politics right like you know how batman you know if you make commentary about the justice system and capitalism it does help your batman character in terms of the writing clearly the the batman did so well with that earlier this year and christopher nolan's films have fascinating commentary to say the least and watchmen is certainly political so the reason why i bring up the politics is because this film right here unusually has a certain idea of how you know colonization and imperialism works and like how it f how different countries you know will you know how different like justice groups what is justice you know like what do these different justice groups like the justice society and the justice league what do they provide to the average person and i think these are really good questions and that's what i really enjoyed was that the film did ask these questions but then there's that scene at the end where black adam destroys something and it's like okay i kind of figured he was going to do that but it, it felt like it was making a very easy solution to a lot of very complex difficult questions and i feel like for a film that wanted to answer these questions it it felt like all he had to do was punch this person or kill this person or kill this thing in order for it to be resolved and it and it just doesn't seem like the film was even trying to make that point it's like with wonder woman how the first wonder woman movie basically for those of you who might not remember that movie but i'm gonna go ahead and spoil it like wonder woman makes this wonderful speech about how for the most part the wars are created by humans but that humans themselves aren't evil inherently and that war is something that you know can be taken away if humans can take away this one character's power and that like she has hope for humanity to fight to never fight a war again and that humanity in a way should do better and i think it was a really wonderful speech and it had a lot of good ideas of how you know it, it didn't have like an easy solution but it definitely addressed what the film was about. And so Wonder Woman being an outsider is able to give the audience some hope about, you know what, we might actually do better. We might one day get over this like temptation to fight other countries. You know, we might one day be a better people. 
And so I thought that was a really fascinating way of doing it. And I know some people say, well, that sounds like it's a little cheesy, Brian, like just give a speech. But it wasn't the speech. The, the idea was that Wonder Woman was telling a villain that he was wrong and that she proved him wrong. And so at the end of the film, when the villain decides, let's go ahead and just transform and get into these powers, the power up, it doesn't feel as strong. And I feel like because Wonder Woman was a really good movie for the first parts, the first uh, two halves, and then the last part of it, it honestly felt a little bit clumsy, but then it kind of worked in the end. It went back to being great. So that's what I like about Wonder Woman was that it. I thought it was a good movie. I really enjoyed Wonder Woman. I enjoyed it more than this movie. But I think because Wonder Woman still at the end didn't try to give an easy solution. I don't know. Black Adam seemed to me like a bit of a cop out with the CGI fest at the end. But I wanted to still go ahead and give a lot of praise to things that I like about this movie. I've been pushing down one rabbit hole because it's just the thing that came into my mind first was like Black Adam wants to do with all these like really cool interesting conversations and i think that superhero movies should have these conversations because they're the most pervasive like most noteworthy genre in the film theaters right now and having these conversations in these films is really important even if they're clumsy so i'll give black adam the the fact that it wants to be a little bit more complex but it just isn't complex it wants to be it i hope that if they make a sequel that it gets there and i know for a fact they just want to make a black adam versus superman movie one day which i'm like okay if we're gonna have a fun dumb movie let's have a fun dumb movie or just a fun movie it doesn't have to be dumb you never know it could actually be a smart movie it tried but i do want to give some praise to the cast i do really like Pierce Bronson as Dr. Fate. He really does look like the character. He is the character. I thought that he really knew how to... I'm, I'm going to say this. He knew how to really give this character a uniqueness that his that the filmmakers didn't give because I know that they copied essentially Doctor Strange's powers in the film. It looked very Doctor Strange to me that if it wasn't for Pierce's performance, you would think, okay, well this isn't very unique but it is he knows how to capture this character really well so i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed his individual performance i also wanted to bring up sarah sahi now sarah sahi in the movie she plays this mother who starts off the story she is this woman named adriana tomas a university professor and uh, she's a mother too she's a single mother who hangs out with her brother and her child and pretty much she's trying to like investigate this like um i'm gonna say this crown this crown that essentially is i'm not sure what she was trying to do with the crown she i guess preserve it or something but i don't know she's a resistance fighter and she you know jo joins up basically summons black adam and the film never makes clear why she wants to grab that crown, that evil crown that gives evil powers. I'm going to go ahead and just say that. Maybe maybe we could work on that next time. But Sarah Sahi, I liked her in this movie. I followed her on The L Word and I thought that, you know, it's a shame because she was one of the better actresses on that show that she didn't get a movie career. So seeing her here... It was nice seeing someone. It was kind of like, you know, that friend that you kind of wish would be in participate in more things or be asked to participate in more things. And you see them show up and it's like, you know what? That's great. That's really great. Sarah Sahi 
being in a DC movie, I appreciate that, especially since she's such a good actress. And as for Eldris Hudge as Hawkman, I loved him, even though I wish Hawkman was a little bit more closer to his comic book counterpart, because there are a lot of things that him and Black Adam are, you know, not to go off to the deep end with comics. They, they're not that un uh, dissimilar. I'm going to say that dissimilar, that their similarities would actually make them more compelling. I know this film tried to give them sort of like a, you know, a situation where the two of them like each other as like at reluctantly. They have to work together reluctantly. You know, I'm going to be careful not to say like each other like that because it sounds like it's queer coded when it's not queer coded. Even though I'm sure some of you are going to be shipping people no judgment there but it's it's one of those things where like their relationship in the film their interactions would be differently informed if it was more comics accurate for hawkman and i will say that hawkman being the leader of the justice society makes sense and i am happy with that and i and i do like Aldris hudge but again it's one of those situations where i wish that we can explore things that would make the film more interesting otherwise i actually do like the team of the justice society like i really do like quintessa swindell as cyclone she is she doesn't get a lot to do but i thought she was good in the film it's it's a shame that most of the women in the film are very strong including the sarasahi character they're really well done characters but then they get sidelined sidelined a little bit and it's like okay well you know please don't do that i just noticed that they tend to give cyclone less meaningful storyline than they gave like you know dr fate but hopefully in a sequel they can do more with these characters i like that and you know i will say this that the actor who plays adam smasher noah centennial he is very funny in the movie very charismatic again they do this thing where like the character with the seemingly lamest powers gets to be made into a joke which is a shame because he is, his powers are actually pretty cool I like it so I don't know maybe it's just me but I always thought Adam Smasher was kind of cool but I get it I get it he's not as cool as Black Adam so what about Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam so this is kind of a mixed bag for me I like Dwayne Johnson so if you like Dwayne Johnson's acting if you like who he is if you think he's an overall cool guy then you'll like his rendition of Black Adam he is not at all comic book accurate well okay let me take that back a little bit he isn't exactly comic book accurate and he makes a lot of decisions that ultimately benefit Dwayne Johnson's you know likability on screen such as that one scene I mentioned earlier about the politics where like you know Black Adam makes a certain decision to destroy a certain thing and it's like okay well I know why they did that because it's to make Dwayne Johnson more likable and he's the one playing Black Adam it's not because Black Adam the character would actually do that and the thing about Black Adam is that I think they make him more accessible to Dwayne Johnson's acting abilities. And I think that's a shame because Dwayne Johnson could really challenge himself with a role like Black Adam. But it feels like they change him up so much to fit Dwayne Johnson that we tend to forget that that's not who the character was. And I understand why Dwayne Johnson wants to be in a comfort zone. I get why he wants to, you know, stay in it. 
but I really, really wish that Dwayne Johnson would just, you know, challenge himself more and Black Adam would have been a good opportunity. But overall, do I think, do I like his version of Black Adam? I do. I actually like Dwayne Johnson in this movie and I like his version of the character. But I think it's a missed opportunity to not keep the character more comics accurate or at least written in a way that it's sort of a stronger compromise in favor of the comic books character rather than like, let's keep Dwayne Johnson's persona. I remember this one person once said that, you know, they call they should just call it Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam and instead of Black Adam. And I said, yeah, you're right it really would make more sense as Dwayne Johnson is Black Adam because he is likable. I like him. So I will say this. I like Dwayne Johnson in the movie and I do wish that it was a little bit more comic book accurate. But again, I get why Dwayne Johnson and why the producers made the decisions they made because it's a case where they don't want to take too many risks considering how Dwayne Johnson is one of those movie stars where his personality bleeds through his performances. But I think this is a case where he could have, he should have, you know, been able to hide himself more in the role. But if you like Dwayne Johnson and you don't want him to be an actor who challenges himself too much, there you go. But I liked, I like him. So overall, he gives a good performance. I just wish his characterization was a little bit better and that there was something more to it than just Dwayne Johnson with superpowers. Overall, I think this is a movie with a very good beginning, middle, and then the CGI fest at the end totally, in my opinion, totally is not that good. It's just one of those things where it's it, it's a lot, and it, it honestly feels a little cheap, and it feels like it doesn't really benefit this film, especially this film that wants to ask certain questions and have certain conversations about freedom and politics. It's a it's a shame that this movie do, doesn't take more risks, especially Dwayne Johnson's actual performance. Overall, I enjoyed Black Adam. I, 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 I guess I enjoyed it to an extent. I had fun with it. But after a while, it's kind of like, okay, well, I'm a little, I'm a little tired. I, I think I'm, I've gotten this movie's point. And then the movie decides to go further down its point And it's like, okay, well, I get you. I just wish things were a little bit more ambitious. But overall, that one cameo, you can go ahead and exit at this point, is a very fun cameo. I'll leave it at that. I was excited to see it. I'm glad to see him back, but this movie shouldn't just rely on a cameo. I think Black Adam is fun, but it could have been better. Mm -hmm.